Welcome to Shorts with Tara and Jill. This is Jill. And this is Tara. Jill, we have the best guest today, Dr. Rosie Sandu. She, not only is she a miracle worker, because I went to her like two weeks ago, but she's beautiful. And when you see her, all you want to do is look like her. So welcome, Rosie. Welcome. Thank you so much, Tara and Jill, for having me here. Um, the intro is beyond... Um, humbling and uh, I don't think entirely true, but thank you so much for that. Um, I'm just so happy to be here today. So I wanted to focus a little bit because I hear it throughout my family right now, dry skin. How do you help dry skin? And, you know, my family tends to have, even my husband, very sensitive skin. So they can't use anything with like perfumes or anything like a lotion, you know, very uh, like sensitive type um uh, creams and whatever. So can you just talk us through like, what is the best way to nurture your skin right now in the winter weather? I, that's a great question. And especially at Tara, where we live in Massachusetts, the air is so cold and dry. So I think even for people with normal skin, which is normally not too dry, we're all facing it and compounded on it. If, if you have things, conditions like rosacea or eczema, I think it's just that much worse. And I agree that over time, there is, there is so much uh, skin irritation that's coming because of environmental pollutants and irritants and so many chemicals we have in our regular skincare that I think it's, it's hard to discern. So in my recommendation, I think the key to, um, to fight dryness in a dry climate is by layering, just like we layer our outerwear. That's the key for skincare as well. So it's not, it's going to be, um, using like a, a hydrating mist followed by a nice moisturizing serum followed by your regular active moisturizer if you're using it for your particular skincare and lastly like sealing all the goodness with a thick emollient um, that's going to really seal the deal and keep all the goodness and hydration intact so what I mean by that is that um, we need something for our first facial mist I would say something very simple and basic without irritating would be um, a mist with some glycerin in it. So glycerin is my favorite humectant. And a humectant is just an ingredient which holds water and locks in water. So is hyaluronic acid. I prefer glycerin a little bit over hyaluronic acid because what we've seen is hyaluronic acid is just so rampant in every moisturizer, every serum. So it doesn't need to be part of every step of your skincare because too much of a good thing is too much of a good thing and it will just cause irritation. And we've seen irritation and even acne with too much overusage of the hyaluronic acid. So I sometimes actually make my own, I wish I could show you my own little glycerin spritz um, where I take a little bit of uh, maybe like a cupful, not not a cupful, a capful um, of 100% glycerin, and then I dilute it with some distilled water, and you just mix it up and you put it in like an aerosol spray and just spray it all over your skin, maybe two three times a day to keep that dewy hydration in, and then in the morning I would then layer it with the, a vitamin C serum, which we all should be using if our skin can tolerate it. And that's a whole topic in itself, what vitamin C is good for you, because the active form we all hear about may not be the best one if you have sensitive skin or are rosacea prone. Then in that case, some milder versions of it, like ester forms, 
which is a topic for another day, might be better. But I do think one of the key antioxidants to use would be a vitamin C under your sunscreen in the morning. And then we want to use um, a hydrating moisturizer in the, sun, in the winter months. Like I, I really like uh, simple ones like Kiehl's has this very luxurious, soft um, and very hydrating moisturizer. You can get it at Ulta Sephora. If you have very, um, very sensitive skin or even rosacea prone, I love the over-the-counter uh, Avino's colloidal oatmeal. I think that is a really good one to use. And so after that, during the daytime, I would say once you've done these three steps, I would use your sunscreen, even if it's winter, even if it's gloomy, even if it's cloudy, we still have to use it. And then at nighttime, what I would say is instead of, of course, the sunscreen, we would just finish this with a nice thick um, occlusive. And by occlusive, I mean either if, you know, at one point slugging was really in, which I wasn't a huge fan of. But having said that, during the winter months, it may, if you're excessively dry, I would say use a little bit of even something like Vaseline all over your face. Or if you're not that dry, then what I would do is um, La Roche-Posay have some, has something called Cicaplast, which is a zinc and niacinamide containing really thick, luxurious, heavy moisturizer, which um, when you apply it all over your skin, you look like a glazed donut, um, but you just have to sleep with that on. But when you wake up, skin's going to be supple, it'll, it'll be plump, glowy, and you will, your skin will thank you. And what do you think about oils? Like I use an oil at night, just at night, and I feel like it really does help hydrate. Do you believe in the oils? Some people are afraid of oils because I think they're afraid they're going to break out. But what do you think? Yes, that's that's again a good question. I would say um, everybody's right. <laughs> so if you have obviously acneic skin, I would definitely, definitely stay away from the oils. But if you have dry skin, I think it's definitely it's totally okay to use the oils. I still do not think they're good for hydration, but they do not, it's not an emollient, so it's not gonna seal that. So if you're using your oil, definitely go for it, but I would you use another step after that. So use something thicker to hold that hydration and that moisturizing benefit of it. Otherwise, your skin will still be dry. And I do love that you had mentioned products that are not as expensive because sometimes yeah. we think price point equal is better, which I don't agree, but I'm also not a doctor. But I do have to say, I went to Sephora the other day because my daughter wanted Drunk Elephant, which I'm sure you know. Oh my God, so expensive. And I mean, how good is that product? Not to knock a product, but really, is it worth that? Um, <laughs> we joke about it. Even I have a 12-year-old daughter and we say that Sephora is our second house and um, I should, like Sephora expenses are second mortgage at this point. Uh, so to your point, yes, these products are expensive. Um, so th the thing with beauty products and skin products is, yes, these brands are great, but you do not, you can have a pretty good skincare routine on a very economical budget. So it depends on what you're looking for. So yes, some of the products, like we've all heard of, or I think we've all heard of um, things like SkinCeutical CE for like, which is about 200, um, I think it's 188 or 288, something ridiculously expensive. Is that like an amazing product? Yes. But do you really need that to get really good skin? Not really. Because you can get 
I can, at some point, we can talk about it, create an amazing skincare routine under $100 using, you know, drugstore brands, and you'll still get really good um, skincare from it. Drunk Elephant is a great um, brand, definitely um, good ingredients. But having said that, um, again, it's it's just the packaging, it's the branding, and yes, some of the actives, but you could get the same ingredients and quality with less expensive brands as well, for sure. The only thing is um, our consumers, our audience needs to be educated about what they need. Higher percentages are usually, are not necessarily better. Um, just going low and slow is the name of the game. So use a percentage that you can tolerate because inflamed, red, angry looking skin is not good for you. So even if you're using a 10% of vitamin C and are looking like an inflamed um, fetus, it's not going to be good for anybody. So I think what you need is use what is good for you. Use what's, uh, what your skin can handle. So um, it's so interesting you say that about how you can get a, you can have a, a, a good skincare routine for under hundred dollars. And it's such an interesting like psychology. I mean, obviously a lot of these brands, it's a lot of packaging. Um, and, but, but also it could be just really great ingredients, um, or manufacturing facilities or, or whatever it is. Um, there is this one brand, which I'm sure you've heard of Augustine Bader, that I gotta say, like, I am not, I have never bought like a super, super expensive, I've never bought La Mer. I've never bought like a super expensive cream, crazy expensive. I've, I've bought like creams that are in the 65 to a hundred dollar range, but, um, I can't like, that is like $250 for that one. But I will say, and I, I don't, I will not buy it. I've like, I have a principle. I will not buy that because it's just insane insane pricing but it is so good <laughs> like it really it, and I don't know what it is about it it's not like I feel like I wake up the next morning looking like a fetus like I wake up the next morning basically looking the same but there is something about the feeling of it on your skin and just the maybe there's like a scent I don't know there's something about the experience that makes it feel like it could be worth it I, I definitely could not <laughs> I can't do it, but I'm so tempted and I'm always watching for sales, but even when it's like 20% off, it's still, it's still I, like, I can't do it. <laughs> I 100% agree. Um, I've heard, I haven't used in all honesty, um, the brand myself, but having said that we've all heard about how great it feels. I think it's, um, so for a lot of these products, um, and he talks about his proprietary, I forget the name of the blend, but that's his like magic ingredient in it. And he has spent, uh, of course, he's a professor. He spent years perfecting that um, key proprietary blend. And I'm sure there is some goodness to it. And But having said that, I think more than anything, it is the texture, the sensory experience to your point. It's not that you're going to wake up looking like dramatically um, different, but it is the way it makes you feel. So I, a lot of formulation takes into account the the way the uh, the the formula is going to feel and smell and give us the overall experience. It's like you know any luxury brand that right. um, we buy. We say we as humans we don't buy what we need. We buy from emotions and then we rationalize it with our mind. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just the emotional feel of it. Mm -hmm. Having said that, I um, Augustine Bader. I I heard somebody say the other day 
they were the sponsors for the red carpet recently. I think a lot of uh, awareness in that brand's going on. And um, I'm sure the ingredient is really effective. But having said that, yes, I do not think you need to uh, decide between your grocery bill and Augustine Bader to get really good skin. You can get great looking skin on an economical budget as well. And to that point, um, let me spend a minute just talking about medical grade skincare, which I personally in my cosmetic practice also carry. And um, so what does, is there such a thing as medical grade skincare? There isn't. These are mostly marketing terms. And the only difference is that most of these medical grade skincare brands, which are to, in most cases, uh, formulated by physicians or by bigger labs, the good thing about them is that the clinical testing is pretty robust. So that is the difference. And because clinical testing is expensive, these products and the ingredients in these are actives, which means that they are almost drug level and they have vitamin C or acids, the exfoliating acids or niacinamide, retinol, etc., to a relatively higher percentage. So that is why they require more clinical testing and which show more efficacy. So we can trust these products a little bit more. So that's why they're called medical grade, but it's not as if you can get the same result if you carefully choose your drugstore brand and get on on a budget. Um, So I think all the products there, we can get good results from so many different ways uh, on a low budget as well. We don't have to go to Augustine Bader, but at some day when I want to try it. My Okay, so we're going to wrap it up soon, but what I would love for you to tell us is if we were to come to you for a facial or something for dry skin, what would be the one thing that you would suggest that we do so people out there kind of have an idea? Absolutely. So, um, of course, I'd love to see any of you um, over at our practice. We would take care of you. So in the winter months, My favorite treatment in the office actually is something called a laser glow. Um, It's a combination treatment that we do. Um, So what we do is first do a laser facial. And we do that because uh, let's face it, we've all enjoyed summer and gotten sun damage. And now winter, no matter how much we hate the cold, is the time to undo all that damage and really take care of our skin. So the laser facial will help with um, getting rid of the sun damage also work on your fine lines, stimulate collagen production, and then we follow it up with a customized hydrofacial where where we just cleanse the skin, take out all impurities, and infuse it with all these rich antioxidants, growth factors, and in the end, some emollients as well, which is our customized approach to doing the hydrofacial. And um, at the end of it, you're just glowy and lustrous. I I think it's really good. Yes. I had, right? Yes, seriously amazing and my skin still feels amazing I feel very clean and tight which I really liked um so I highly suggest it so Dr. Rosie how can people find you um if you can uh, go on our website it's neemmedicalspa.com we are also on Instagram at uh, neemmedspas and my personal handle is um, Dr. Um so you can find us um, over there and now we're trying to come on TikTok as well, Dr. Rosie Sandhu, but it's an uphill battle, still learning it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for uh, joining us. And, you know, if you guys are looking for hydration or any kind of, you know, great fix for the winter, check out Dr. Rosie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean Shorts. Short Shorts. Boy Shorts. Tennis Shorts. Cargo Shorts. Beaded Shorts. Running Shorts. Board Shorts.